Hello, sweet ones, and welcome to the Soul Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Liz Nerland, and I have created this space to nourish you with guided meditations, to support your healing journey with Reiki practices, and to inspire, lead, and teach developing healers and intuitives. I invite you now to breathe deeply, to open your mind, to expand your heart space, and to call your soul to rise to the surface as you settle in to receive these offerings. Let's get started. Hello, sweet ones. This is going to be a two-part podcast episode. I want to talk about manifesting because this is something that I've been getting a lot of questions about lately. How can I make more money? How can I do this? How can I do that? I feel stuck. I feel stuck. I feel stuck. And I think what is missing in these conversations about manifesting is that To manifest something is to embody someone who is able to receive it. When you feel stuck, what it means is that you are stuck inside one set of programming that doesn't allow you to experience the world in a different way. So I don't actually see manifesting as primarily a process of attracting Primarily, it is a process of becoming. And when you focus on the becoming of who you are becoming, that is what starts attracting something different. It's when you change that your experience starts to change. So it's not about drawing in more of what's outside. It's about consciously choosing what is happening on the inside. Can you become the person who can actually charge for their services, right? So you might be saying, oh, I feel stuck and I want to attract more wealth. Are you willing to become the person that will charge money for their services? Are you willing to become the person that sees the value in what you offer Are you willing to become the person who is able to communicate what you offer and ask for fair compensation? Are you willing to become the person who can not only bring in wealth, but actually hold it? That is the work of manifesting. So let's say you want to transform your body. It's not about saying affirmations of I am fit, I am strong, I am, I am, I am. It is about becoming the person who values, enjoys, and desires to be physically active, to be part of that gym, to be eating a healthy diet. You actually have to become the person who chooses that life. Let's say that you are trying to attract love. I love Joe Dispenza says, If you are trying to attract love, the most important thing you can do is write down everything that you are looking for in a partner and then 
become everything on that list. Become the person that you would want to date. And as you become that person, that is where the attracting happens. That is when you actually start to engage with the world in a new way and to perceive the world in a new way. Stephen Covey says, we do not experience the world as it is. We experience the world as we are. So this process of manifesting requires us to become the person that attracts the thing we want. How do we do this? The first step is self-awareness. You have to start noticing how you are living. Most importantly, how are you habitually thinking and feeling? Your thoughts that are habitual set off a cascade of events that determine how you feel. So it's not what happens to you. It's how you habitually perceive the world, the thoughts that you habitually think that set off a cascade of biochemical reactions inside of you that will determine how you're feeling. So you need to learn what your loops are. You need to learn the signs that you are falling into old patterns, that you are continuing to be the person that is attracting what you currently have that you don't want. So let's say you're trying to attract wealth. You cannot stay in a place of poor me, I need more money, everyone's out to to get my money, I can never hold money, I can never blah, 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 blah. What happens is as we get stuck in these loops, our brains operate in a way that we only actually perceive what reinforces the thoughts and habitual emotions that we already have. So we get stuck in these feedback loops because something could happen that sets off that thought pattern that results in you feeling not very great about yourself, you feeling like a victim, you feeling stuck, you feeling powerless. And when you are feeling like a powerless victim, stuck, you are going to trigger more of those thoughts that create more of those emotions that then stimulate more of those thoughts and then feel more of those emotions. So we have to get really, really, really clear on how are we living? What is the narrative that is constantly running through your head? What are the thoughts and the feelings that can tip you off that, hey, I am falling into old programming again? We don't want to analyze this as a source of judgment against ourselves. We want to analyze this as a source of power so that we can say, right, clap your hands, start again. Choose a different thought. Breathe differently. Move your body differently. Create a new experience. When you see yourself falling back into these predictable loops that keep you feeling really crappy, it is only 
by you changing your focus, your movement, your breath, that you will start to shift how you feel and shift what you perceive and shift what you attract. So it all starts with self-awareness. Now beyond self-awareness, another thing that you must do to get new results is to try something new. Surprise yourself. Break out of what is predictable. Can you do something new? Can you read a new book, explore a new place, explore a new idea? One of the best ways to interrupt old programs is to introduce a new experience. Because we, when we are in a new experience, we actually pay attention. We actually have to be aware of that moment. In yoga, one of the benefits of a balancing posture is that it captivates your full attention. For most of us, if we are in a challenging posture, especially a balancing posture, as soon as our mind wanders to something else, we're going to fall over. It demands our full attention. And this disrupts habitual thought and emotion patterns from running. But yoga doesn't have to be your thing. You could try a pottery class. You could explore learning a new language. You could go to a new city and try to navigate with a real life map, not with Google Maps, but a real map. You could go bowling for the first time. You could hike a a different mountain. You could try plunging in ice water. You could try anything, literally anything that is new to you. When we start to consciously choose something that is not part of our normal life, it disrupts the patterns of normal thinking. And by your normal thinking, I mean these loops that we get stuck in. When we try something new, we create new possibilities. When we continue doing the same things in the same way at the same time, day after day after day, season after season, year after year, you will never create something new. If you are feeling stuck and you want to change it, you have to do something new, think something new, go somewhere new, read something new, shake things up. Shake it up. And another piece of this transformation puzzle is to create a vision. Create a vision of what you want to create. Cast a vision of who you are becoming. Start to plan out your new character. Who are you when you start to live as this embodiment of your vision? What would it look like for you to be a woman embodying wealth? What would it look like for you to be in a state of radiant health? Where would you go? What would you do? Who would you spend time with? Start to cast a dream, cast a vision of what you are calling in, of what you are becoming. Write down your goals. Just pick one or two. Sometimes I find fewer goals are better because then you can focus your full attention on them 
and create change faster. And then once you have your goals written, journal, take some time to really dive into why this is a must for you. Not why would it be nice? Why would it be a perk in your life? No, this is a must. What is your why? Why are you doing this? It has to be compelling. It has to be something that will pull you towards it. It has to be a reason big enough for you to leave your comfort zone. It has to be a reason that is strong enough to pull you beyond what you thought was possible. So you're going to write down what it is you want to change, what it is you're calling in, and then you're going to write down why this is non-negotiable, why this change, this transformation is an absolute must. Then I invite you to reflect on what has kept you from making this change in the past. The answer to this question, these will be red flags for you to notice on your way forward. You may start full steam ahead. Inevitably, something will come up. You will feel deterred. And that is the moment that you have to recognize This was one of my red flags. This is my old story. These are my old excuses. And I am committed to move beyond this space. I am committed to movement. I have promised myself I will not stay stuck. So get clear on all the things that you're like, ah, when I say this thing, when I do this thing, when I fall into this old pattern, that's a red flag and it will help me to interrupt the cycles that keep me stuck. Again, no judgment. Don't use this as an exercise to judge yourself. This is an exercise to liberate yourself, an exercise in awareness. And then from there, I want you to journal on what needs to change now. What can I do different now? What is one small thing and one big thing that I can take action on right now? Not dabble, not maybe, not think about it now. Like as soon as you are over this podcast episode, you are clapping your hands, you are deepening your breath, you are rising up, you've got your vision and you are taking action to move towards it. Manifesting is not a process of passive attraction. It is a process of becoming. And as you are becoming someone different, as you are becoming a new version of yourself, there will be a requirement to take aligned action. Some circles say that it is enough to just trust that everything will come to you. You will attract the opportunities you need, but you also have to meet those opportunities. You have to take aligned action. You have to prepare yourself so that if someone walked up to you and said, hey, I want to hire you for this skill that you have, you could say, great, here's my website, here's my card, here's my number, here's what I have to offer, and you can actually move forward with that. You have to make sure that you are trained, you are ready to say yes to the opportunities that come up. So reflect what action needs to be taken now. A small action, 
and a bigger action. Something you can do right now to gain some momentum, to move your life in the direction that you are choosing because you are not the victim. You are a co-creator with the divine. There is something that is inside you that only you can express. There is something inside you that is asking for more in this life than to be tossed around with the changing winds of the economy or the changing winds of someone else's mood. I want you to craft a life that you rejoice in. I want you to step into your power, to cast a vision, and to align yourself, your thoughts, your words, your actions, your habits, align them with your vision. Start to play with the magic inside you. Breathe deeply. Make the sound of yes in your body. Yes, yes, yes. This could be the moment that everything changes. Step into your becoming, cast your vision, and go all in on your life. Now, what is important from here? Do the journal prompts. So again, writing down one or two goals that you want to achieve. Getting clear on why it is a must for you, a non-negotiable, the number one priority. Get clear on what has gotten in your way in the past so that you can flag it so that it doesn't stop you going forward. And then get clear on what needs to change now. What can you do right now? Now, the final piece that I'll be offering is going to be a guided meditation. And this meditation is going to take you first into your body, so into your aliveness, and get you out of the hormones of stress, into the hormones of creation, the biochemistry of creation. And then from there, you will be guided to drop into your vision. So you need to create the vision first. And next week, you will receive the guided meditation part two of this recording. If this is a topic that lights you up, I invite you to read or watch any of the content put out there by Dr. Joe Dispenza. His book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, is fantastic. Highly recommend for anyone looking to make massive change. And if you are looking for a program to walk you through step-by-step, my Into the Chrysalis program is available on my website. And for my podcast listeners, if you enter the promo code SOULMEDICINE, S-O-U-L-M-E-D-I-C-I-N-E, SOULMEDICINE, as your promo code, You can save $100 off the cost of the Into the Chrysalis program. This is a program that is self-led. You will be taken through all of the theory of transformation, as well as receive weekly guided meditations and a workbook to really accelerate you through this process of becoming, through this process of your own personal metamorphosis. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is at Liz Nerland. I would love to keep this conversation going. So much love to you, sweet ones.